Hello and welcome again to yet another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to media and pop culture. Your girl will likely drag you to. I'm Alex. And I am Matt. And we apologize for being tardy this week. Life happens, people. And you got to be okay with it. Just yeah. like sometimes life gives you Claire's and you got to make clarinade or clarinet. I thought you said you, you got to make Claire an eight. And I was like, oh. ouch, ouch. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're well, going there right away. Yeah. <laughs> she may be an eight, but her asinine. Um, okay. Um, that's, a, that's an intelligent pun. I like that. Yeah. I can't take credit for it. Um, what are you drinking? Mm, excuse me. Today, tonight, I am drinking the Paul Honor. Is it Paul Honor or Paul Laner? Uh, it's a Paul Honor Munchen. Hefeweizen, which, as you know, maybe some of our listeners know, Hefeweizens are my favorite beer to drink. So uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. I'm looking forward nice. to the next 30 to 40 minutes with you. Nice. I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Sierra Nevada. Nevada huh? Hazy Little Thing IPA um, out of uh, Chico, California. And it's a, guys, it's a really good beer. It's really good. Um, 6.7% alcohol. They have a brewery in North Carolina, and one of these days, you're going to come out with me, we'll, we'll go to their brew house, their tap house out there, and we'll get it straight from the tap. We'll do a live you know? pod. Yes, once they sponsor us. Live pod. You heard yeah. us, Sierra Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited, though, because today's a very spe- – well, this past episode was very special because we – it's essentially like, you know, when you cut the dead weight, when the horse cuts the trailer off, finally can run free, um, we ditch Claire, which is something that – is finally needed to be done. And kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, but yes. No, wait, no, you, you can't just leave me with that. Kind of, sort of what? Well, they, they do drag her. She, or let's just say she takes her dear sweet time exiting ungracefully in my opinion, but yes, I mean, she demonstrates how out of touch with reality she is, you know, like, sure. like let's go straight to that because they interrupt <laughs> our happiness with reminding of us the time that we had issues. And let, let, let's fill our list fill our listeners in with the progression of the episode. So it starts with Claire pieces out. The guys are waiting for who knows who, right? So Correct. I guess Claire leading was last episode, right? Yeah. So we open up with the guys waiting. Tasha walks in. And then as soon as you start getting excited about what's about to happen with Tasha and then the guys, we got a break to Dale and Claire on their tell-all. And it's like, good Lord. And to be honest, they broke into that within like, I think 30 minutes, eh, maybe like 20 minutes, and 25 minutes into the episode. And I thought, dear God, if the rest of this episode is going to be the two of them talking, I'm, I was going to turn it off. I felt the same way too, because Chris came out and he's like, he's like, you know, like, we would be watching Tasha start her journey to love, but instead we're stuck with this shit. And I have to ask certain questions because the producers want me to fi- make it yes. seem apparently clear that they didn't talk beforehand. Well, and, and drag out the series even further, right? Where it's like, great, I'm not going to see anything taste related until the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I literally went on my little recorder and I went forward to see in a little window box, preview box, to see, oh, okay, Tasha's back at the, towards the end of this episode. Okay, I guess this is worth like just putting up with. Which, yeah. let's, just, let's face it, America is putting up with Claire at this point. Yes, and then we're all done with it. And you know, like... Even them sitting there telling their love story, it's like none of it made sense. None of it made sense to me because she's like, he always had my back. It's like in nine days, that's not that hard to do. 
So like he always came, is such a weird over word. To you, he came over to you and asked you if you were okay when you were crying. Yeah. That, like, that's, that that's, was what the, any, that's the bar. That's the bar. You need to go. It was a very low bar for Claire. And then she's like, I've just, I've had to beg guys to like me. And he was just always there for me. He's always had my back. Like when I couldn't find my wine glass, he got me one that one time. When he, she, she and basically repeated what you were nailing her on last episode when you were talking about how the fact that like when you have that one friend, she gives like all the red, the, all the wrong signals or like the red flags, like why she should not be dating this guy. Cause she knows nothing about this person. Yeah. That's what their whole tell all was about. It seriously was. And then it, even it was like, Chris Harrison trying to save face saying, you guys did not message. Let's be clear. And she's like, no, no, I swear my father's grave again. All right. So like, okay, we'll believe that. Right. Yeah. But the whole rest of that segment was like, like you said, like, Oh, he's always had my back. All nine days I've known him. Like, <laughs> and then and then they're like, "What's next steps?" And she's like, "Babies." And he was just like, he just moved on. He didn't even he didn't even acknowledge the answer response. I, I will say this: <clears throat> I was watching his react. By sorry, by his, I mean Dale's. I was watching Dale's reaction to all of this. Yeah, and I think he's taking a little bit of too much criticism by people. Like, I mean, people have been the meme world exploded with his face and his reaction to this. However, I think it was a totally normal reaction for a guy who's just getting to know somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but we're, we're test driving this for a little while. We're not going to jump into kids and then really screw up, potentially screw up somebody's future here. Like, but that's I'm not talking the- about either of theirs. I'm talking about like, like having a kid, God forbid, like they end up getting divorced. And this kid goes like, how did you guys meet? Oh, well, we met for nine days on a, on a reality TV show only to realize we don't have anything in common and we had a baby because I, wa- I wanted him right away. Well, <laughs> like- I, I think some the smartest guy on our podcast pointed out that, uh, you know, this is with her being older, it's going to elevate her timeline. And the fact that they got engaged after nine days i think it's nine days total um you know babies are she wants babies right away too and and it's and i don't blame her for that i'm not i'm not saying there's anything wrong like i understand her her clock is ticking when it comes to having babies however they did just get engaged not married they got engaged yeah let's make sure again and, and this goes back to the points you were making about how it's like she just jumps into the you can tell she's the type that just jumps into the hottest guy that walks into the bar kind of concept. And like, she knew she loved him from the moment she saw him. It's like, you don't get to know any of these guys. You're not getting to know any of these guys. And, 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 you know, like it makes me nervous too. Not that I'd see this in Dale, but you know, a lot of the crazy guys are empathetic forward. You know, it take like, I'll be there for you. What's going on? Are you okay? What's happening? It's like, you know, like means to an end guy, you know, like they'll do whatever they have to do in that short amount of time. It'd be very hard to find out a genuine person, you know, just from a couple interactions when Yosef yelled at you, oh, by the way, speaking of Yosef, how do you think he liked the speedos in the basketball game? Oh, he, 
much more tasteful. Much more tasteful. Much more tasteful. Exactly. Because the speedos didn't fly off. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, you know, like, Yosef yelled at her, and he goes over there, and she was looking for him anyways. It's not like he went out of his way to do anything. She found him because she wanted to be with him because she was already goo-goo-gaga over him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's like you have to be careful because the people that are very empathetic forward, um, you know, like you, uh, trust takes a long time to earn. I think. And, um, you know, while everyone's there on this, you know, sped up course. Um, yeah, I think the, what I'm trying to say is Claire sucks. So, um, <laughs> I think, I think most of us can agree to that, but yeah, I think, see, cause it, my, my approach is a little bit different. My approach is from the very beginning, you have my trust, but it's easily broken. Yeah. Like That's- it's like, I try and lean in forward that way just to be like, look, yeah, like I trust you until you give me reason not to. That's how, and that's how I go through life too. But, you know, I'm not saying that's the best way of doing it. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's such a low bar, such a fast time frame that, you know, like um, even with you like- You can't trust it because of the time frame, <laughs> essentially is what's going on. And it's kind of like if you, with dating, you know, we've both are married or been married, you know, like in the beginning of a relationship, you know, you're super, super on and super cognizant as, as time goes on, you know, you're not as on it. Maybe that's why I'm not married anymore. Maybe you, maybe you're still this way, but it's like, you know, like it's, you know, that kind of fizzles out and him being Johnny on the spot for her, just with the progression of time and growing in their lives together, assuming they'll work together, it's going to get further and farther apart and she's going to get really mad that you know like he's like she's like i'm feeling really crummy he's like but i haven't been out with the boys in three months months. and it's and it's and it's jojo's birthday and he rented out all of fuddruckers you know like all the stuff that guys (laughs) our age do and she's gonna get really mad and then she's gonna be she's gonna punish him well and that's the thing that we don't ever find out about these episodes and the show in general it's because you don't actually get to like that's why all these marriage or these engagements don't actually end up lasting or very few of them do is because they don't get to know each other under a normal circumstance. They it's know all each other on vacation honeymoons it's all and honeymoon. over fireworks. It's all honeymoon. And you know, and once, like, once the yeah. month, like, like I always say you have to find someone to navigate the mundane with because once all the exciting stuff goes away and you're looking at bills or you're looking at a pile, you know, leaves in the yard that need to be raked or, you know, piles and piles of laundry. Like, you're not going to be like, hey, remember Bali? <laughs> remember yeah. La Quinta? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I put it this way. I tell my wife, I ask my wife this all the time. I say, if I had a nickel for every time our date night involved a run to Target, what color would my Ferrari be? So. <clears throat> Red. And I, <laughs> Red and white. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Target. Not really. Not really. No. Not sponsored by Target, but. No. <laughs> Now we'll have a target on our back. We, we don't. We don't. Yeah, we don't have that kind of money to make that kind of statement. Thanks for the cease and desist, Alex. Um. <laughs> My point being is like you. You have a you have a, a great phrase for it is navigate the mundane together, because there's going to get to a point where it's not all sunshine and rainbows. In fact, it is quite mundane. Yeah. But how do you find that magic in those moments? How do you make like, you know, like it'd be very hard to start a relationship off where, you know you're standing on a, a golf course with fireworks exploding after you had, you know, uh, the winners of this loser music show sing to you. And like, and all of a sudden you're kind of like, 
<laughs> you know, like, Wait, no, what, so this loser. <laughs> am I wrong? Um, <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, like all of a sudden it's, you know, you like, you're like, it's Friday night, you know, what do you want to do tonight? Well, why don't we go for a walk in the neighborhood? That's like a date night. That totally that, acceptable date night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's just I don't spend know. Some time away from the screens, away from the phones, away from anything that you know that the house is calling upon us. Let's just let's just go for a walk, hold hands, and spend time together. Right. And I, and I yeah, and I laughed because like they showed like her jumping the jump rope the same time that he does you know, like when they were together, when she was making that really bad salad. Salad, um, yeah. But, you know, there's going to be a point in time when he wants to jump rope and not jump at the same time as you. And she's, I mean, I think that's an actual literal demonstration of they're, they're doomed. Because <laughs> a jump rope going to keep spinning. It's going to keep going round and round. Correct. <laughs> they're going to get tired. There's going to be fatigue there. Resentment's going to grow. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I will, I will hunt down... Claire and Dale, and Venmo them 20 bucks if this thing actually lasts. How long? Are we going to go over and under on this one? Yeah. Oh. I Nine say, months. okay. I was going to give it a year, a year over under, because I think you have to keep up appearances when you make such a bold statement. Hmm. You know, or he's going to try and get ready for paradise. Yes. So, yes. I don't know. Interesting take, but she's gone. Thank goodness. I think, I think he's kind of burning his bachelor bridge too, though. I would, I would be shocked based on most likely viewer ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they ever invite her back to anything, if it doesn't work out. Yeah. I, I kind of put Dale in that same boat. I think people would just more so guilt by association. Like I, I could care less to see Dale ever again. Which is I, the poor guys only the poor guys only said like five lines in the whole freaking season so far. It, so like, it's it's kind of funny though because you sign up, you know, let's be real, you sign up for this show to go on these awesome adventures, grow your personal brand, and then you know some find love, but it's like three people have done it, four mm-hmm. people have done it. Um, so you kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, going on this, you know. It's like going on the amazing race. We're going to go into another show that I like to watch, but it's like them grabbing you after episode two and just plopping you at the finish line. You're kind of like, well, no, I kind of wanted to run the race. I wanted to do the challenges as I want to do all these different things, but you just plucked me out of the race day two. And then you <laughs> stuck me down on the final mat. And it's kind of like, there's no money involved and all them and people seeing me week to week is going to actually grow my worth. You know, like, I mean, he got plucked <clears throat> out super quick and yeah, he, He's, he had no chance to grow his personal stock. I mean, he was about to go from Party City to, you know, Halloween Town. He was about to make that jump. And now all of a spirit. sudden. <laughs> spirit. Spirit. Yes, that's what it was. Time. That's what I was. Spirit like. Halloween. Yeah. He was about to make it big. And now, and now he, no, no, no one knows who he is. And he's stuck with Claire. I do apologize because I didn't hear anything you said up until that point. Until I remembered it was Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the orange logo I picked, I picked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not where I was going. That's why we finished each other's sandwiches Senses. oh, oh sh- <laughs> so so all right so let's let's yeah so let's just wrap up claire because i cannot wait to not talk about her anymore so just a lot of platitudes and things that people say when they really don't know their their significant other are mentioned to chris and chris wants to just try and save the brand 
of Bachelor and Bachelorette and make sure and have her repeat to the world that they didn't, they weren't, you know, sexting each other <laughs> before the season started, right? Yeah. So that's confirmed. She's scaring the crap out of Dale by talking about how fast she wants to move with stuff when he's not quite there yet, naturally, in my opinion. I would be very intimidated too, but that's just because, again, part of that's the age difference. I mean, there's a lot going against this thing. Yeah. And her, I almost feel like, I almost feel like Dale blinked and he found himself engaged and he's going to be like, what the hell did I do? Yeah. To your point, like his, his career ain't doing, ain't doing anything at this point. Like he wasn't wasn't on there long enough. I'm sure, I'm sure his, I'm sure his, his agent has probably broken three TV screens because he's thrown his beer at it every time he's watching the episode by watching him move so fast. Like, I feel like I know, I feel like I know Riley and I feel like I know Jason more than I know. He's my favorite. Yeah, Riley's great. <clears throat> he he seems like to be like the guy the, the most like level head out of all of them. Like he's like he just I feel like he's done more. He gets more. Like, well, he's he's pragmatic. Yeah, he's pragmatic, which is nice in the emotional world. Because you see you see like Jason, who's super emotional, like too emotional mm-hmm. to the point where he's like fighting off the demons in his head. Um, where Riley yeah. kind of like breaks it down, and be like, "Nah, man, you lunch me." You like. You know, like this is not. <laughs> how I can't it wait works. to get in there. I can't wait yeah. to get with Spencer and the lunch meat metaphor. I like that. So um, let's get. So let's, let's, let's. Claire's let's, gone. Dale's gone. Zippity yeah. doodah. Actually, I can't say that either. Um, yippee. <laughs> well, don't worry. Well, so hard. <laughs> Splash Mountain's closed, so I think that we're. Uh, you don't have to worry about zippity doodah anymore. Yeah. Yeah, if it's not COVID, it's political correctness. <laughs> it's it's uh, the Princess Frog, which will be a good ride. <laughs> that actually looks legit, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm disappointed because um, my childhood is like, going to die with that transition, but... I know. Anyways, we digress. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I'm happy because I felt, um, and I don't want to be premature with my, my scores here, but I, I feel like we got our show back. Um, yes. And... Tasha's a breath of fresh air. I think she's great. I think that she's funny. I think that she's, you know, um, she's bubbly. She's got a great personality. She's going to get along well with the guys. The guys just can't screw it up or be hung up on this stupid Claire character. And you you know what I think was another issue with the show was that there was no villains. You know, all the guys got along in the COVID, you know, in the Claire. They're all cool dudes. Joseph was the only weirdo. And so now they bring in, they bring in two villains. Like we need to spice this up. And I think Spencer came out of the gate. Spencer looks like Chris Pine. If he worked at Best Buy. Um, (laughs) And I'm looking at a picture of him right now. (laughs) It's not a good description of him. He Um, does have a Chris Pine nest to him. Yeah. Yeah. He has the eyes that don't match the body. Look, you know, (laughs) Um, but I color, um, and he comes in immediately and he starts talking shit and he starts to, like pounding his chest. Like, Hey, you guys were here before. Very confident. Confident. I think it was, uh, I think it was intentional. And then they had Tasha give out a rose that didn't mean anything. And he got yeah. the first impression rose for Tasha, but they didn't even have a rose ceremony. And then he was still on the chopping block, you know, the next day. Yes. Which I thought was strange. Well, what I think what what I really appreciate about this episode was the again this the psychological aspect of what's unfolding, and I feel like you have all these new guys. They're coming in fresh. They're excited. They're getting to know everybody. 
Meanwhile, you have all of these, like, let's just call them alumni, right? Yeah, yeah. They're all these upperclassmen. Yeah. And all of a sudden, these guys are on their level. And, the, and, the, and that level is now even. There's no, there's no like, oh, I've progressed further. I do feel bad for these guys, these alumni, because it's like, dude, they've been grinding it out for the last nine days only to be only start from square one again. Yeah. These other guys are going to be like, they're going to be, you know, fresh. They're ready. They're, you know, they haven't been, they haven't been keeping themselves up at night wondering who, if they're the next one on the chopping block, you know? So I can imagine these alumni are a little bit fatigued, but I do, I, I do think about like the the ego factor in all of these guys. I think that's kind of why you're seeing all these guys kind of pick on Spencer. Yeah, I think he doesn't deserve it. He definitely deserves it because he's definitely asking to be singled out and he's playing a bit of the villain. But I think what's exacerbating all of this is the this element of ego. These guys are pissed. Yeah, that these these. Well, let's just call them kids, right? These underclassmen are now coming up and like, hey, I'm on your level. Let's, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to win this thing. They're also like, a little oh. entitled, but I got to give, what's his name? I got to give Ivan, Ian, Ivan, Ivan. Ivan. I got to give Ivan some props, man. He came on, he dumped every ounce of molasses onto Tasha, you know, in their first meeting to get that first impression rose. I mean, he was smoother than anything, any, any contestant I've seen probably ever. I mean, he literally was saying all the right things. He had the right tempo. He had the right body language. I mean, this guy was like fucking killing it. And then Spencer comes in and gets the rose and he just gets so defeated. Like he put his whole, (laughs) his whole game plan and strategy into works and it didn't go anywhere, but I was impressed. I mean, he got my rose (laughs) for what it's worth. Can I just say too, I actually do (laughs) actually do like Ivan. I, I think he's. I, I think he's a he's, genuine dude. Fine sinker, he, he, he got me. You know, he yeah, he's he's that dude's probably looking at himself in the mirror this morning, saying, "Hmm, I wonder how many more ways I'm gonna kick myself in the nuts today." Because he, he, like you said, he 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 pitched a perfect game, <laughs> and the last out, the outfielder dropped the ball. You know, it's like it's kind of like something out of his control happened, oh. and he's he's kind of like he's kind of like my underdog. I'm kind of rooting for him. And then, but I do have to say, like, I just, I don't know how Ed is still around. He is such a weird looking dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he must, he must be freaking hilarious. <laughs> well, it looks like he's going right? to self-implode next episode. But, you know, like you have Ivan, who Ivan, like, Ivan turned on this smooth, really, I'm like blown away by this guy. And then Easy took it to a different level. Easy went like, you know, like. He went hometown because he, they're in the same freaking neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm sure he went hometown with her. Like, he went hometown, but he also went like Tropic Thunder on, uh, you know, like, he was like super like jumping around, spraying champagne. What do you mean, you people? <laughs> no, not that. I mean, just like, it was simple, <laughs> simple Jack. Like, he went like, simple Jack. he went so affable, like overly <laughs> affable. And I like, you know, like, he's a very charismatic guy. He jumped through the thing to start and like, but he went so affable. He went almost cartoon character. And it's kind of like you, you, so different sides of the spectrum where, yeah. where I don't know. And then I saw, I thought Jordan C uh, really turned it on too. He turned his game up too. Jordan C um, is the software accountant from New York city with the glasses. Yeah. He put, yes. he turned up his game too. Like I, you have to respect these guys in their game because you, you didn't get to see it the first time around. Cause it was all Dale, Dale, Dale. I just mm-hmm. think that I just think easy went to cartoon character. Um, mm. And you have 
So, and then you have Blake Moynes who went from a front runner to nothing. And then you have, <laughs> then you have Bennett who stays awesome through the whole thing. Like, Bennett, <laughs> for as much crap as we gave Bennett at the onset of this series, yeah. he's like my favorite. He's like, he's, he keeps it cool. He keeps it classy. He speaks his mind. He ain't afraid to talk shit about people like it to their face. Right. Yeah. And his jokes were fucking killer. <laughs> I think I think Bennett, even when he gets eliminated, should be allowed to stay and just comment. And then he have should, his He should co-host with Chris. That's what he should do. Uh, that's what he's Bennett probably, would be a money to succeed him. I I believe well, yeah, you can't succeed a legend, but I mean like you just well, have the you have the Bennett credit hour, which is the best when they just have Bennett at, and during the credits. Um, walking around that walking around his his chateau. Yes. Or his, his villa, his villa. Yeah. So I think that, I mean, he kind of, he kind of turned the corner for me a little bit, but okay. So <laughs> Tasha gives Spencer the new, the one, the first impression rose, and then she canceled the, the, the rose ceremony, which makes sense. Um, and then she has a pool basketball game where all the guys get in speedos. Well, mm-hmm. first off they have a scene where the boys, the guys walk in, then Tasha emerges from the pool. How long was she underwater for? Do you think they're like, the boys are walking in. It's going to take them five seconds to get to this point. Go underwater for a solid 10 count and then emerge and then do I, the. I'm wondering how much of it, like how much, again, I, I always like to think how outlandish these producers are. What if she had like a red light, green light underneath like in the water with her? So like lights red and it's like light turns green. Okay. I can, I can walk out. Yeah. That's kind of what I fantasized about that for some reason. Not about her. Just yeah. about the fact that like all these guys, the cameras and they're trying to time everything. And maybe she had like a pit crew who was like snorkeling her like oxygen or something while she waited. <laughs> I don't know. But like, yeah. And then like all the guys had to go pee. So she was under there for 20 minutes with the oxygen. <laughs> like, like, no guys, it's your mark. Go. No, you know, you know, it's one of the guys, not all of them. Like it's like, Oh geez. You know, it's of course it would be, you know, uh, you know, who would I pick? Who, who would be the guy? Who would be the one guy in your book right now? The big guy's like, of course, he has to go to the bathroom right now and hold everything up. Uh, Zaxi. Zaxi. Because I don't like how he wears his Jordans with his Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason's the one fixing his eyebrows in the bathroom. He's he's the one. I feel like I feel like Jason is just like I don't know if he, I don't know if you call it eye candy, but I feel like. The cameras always just show to hit, like they, they pan to him or they cut to him whenever he's reacting to something being said. You actually never hear really anything he is saying or like they're never cutting to him when he's speaking his mind out something. It's always just his face when he's reacting to something somebody says. Jason <laughs> always, Jason looks like he's always trying to guess what flavor gummy bear he just ate. Yes. Like he's kind of like. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they always just cut to him and he's like, hmm, like he's like pensive, right? He's yeah, he's like, like thinking about what flavor junk gummy bear was that. <laughs> Um, so they have this pool basketball game and, um, then things got a little rough. Riley does not like, um, Riley does not like Spencer. No one really likes Spencer. So Riley, I say intentionally hit him. You say he didn't intentionally hit him. There's some blood in the pool. Very low scoring game, by the way. I'm saying intentionally shrugged him off aggressively. I don't think he was actually meaning to pop him in the mouth the way that he did. I think it was just one of those angry, like, get the F off me. Like, I'm, he, the, the ball had exited the field of play. He was getting out of the pool, and he was still pulling him back. And I think he was just – he's like – it was like a shrug. He's just having to pop him with his knuckles. 
I think it was intentional. I think there was an, an intent to send a message. What do you think? Tweet us at RO Stones, guys. Let us know what you think. Um, losing what team. We, what, with, if, what do we do if I win? Uh, if I'll split the 20 kids. bucks. I'll split the 20 bucks with you for <laughs> Clarendale. I'll parlay it. Perfect. Um, uh, but the losing team went back and there was a barbecue that they talked heavily about yes, with the hot dogs. That, they, that they didn't show anything from. Um, okay. <laughs> they were raving about the, yeah, the, the weren't those good? Weren't those good hot dogs last? Yeah. Yeah. Great hot dogs. You know, we're going to go have hot dogs. Never saw it. Um, maybe that's code for an orgy, but I could be digressing. Um, but, uh, then the guys came back. She thought Zach C was the most impressive as Spencer thought he was going to get it again. And then she oddly like spoke to everyone in the group about things that she liked. So like it was kind of one of those weird moments when no one knew who was going to get the rose and she gave it to Zach C, which I think he's fine, but I don't like his style sense. Um, he's the dude that wore the gray suit with the white Air Force Ones, right? Correct, yeah. Like, and for that alone, he should be just walked out. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, so um, then Jason leaves on his own accord. And I'll give Jason uh, props because he at least said, you know, she's like, I'm afraid that these guys feel the same way. And he's like, those guys are all there for you. He had the guys back through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but he was, he was, he was tormented. Well, and the good thing too is that he had the – I guess I should say for Tasha's from Tasha's perspective or standpoint, he had the luxury of being able to talk to the guys about how he was feeling and hear that they were not on the same page as him. Right. Yeah. So when he says that, it's like, look, I talked to these guys. They, when I've said like, my heart's not in it with you. It's not because of you as a person. It's just, again, I, you know, there's some stronger words that I've used with you off the recorded line here, but you know, he, she just Claire destroyed him psychologically. Yes, I, I believe that too. And I think that there's not. I, I'm, I'm very upset that nobody's bringing that up to the fact that she just absolutely destroyed him, only so she could toss her dress in the fire and then leave Correct. with somebody else. Correct. Very irresponsible with somebody's brain. Very <laughs> irresponsible. Um, and then she had a one-on-one date with Brendan. Or, yeah, Brendan. Brendan. Which, yeah, not Brandon. Brendan. Brendan looks like, and stay with me on this one, if the main character in Pinocchio was not a puppet, but a scrub daddy. So a scrub daddy that became a real boy is Brendan. (laughs) So with... I, yeah, he is a very unique looking individual. And I see, I see where you're getting at. Yeah. It's with the, it's the Brillo hair, I think. Yep. Yep. uh, Yeah. He looks like steel wool. Um, but so they go on this horse ride and apparently they couldn't leave the grounds of the hotel because they, they rode they the horses do. on, on the sidewalks. Cobblestones. Yeah. Like the- through the whole thing. And he was talking about it was his first time on a horse. I feel bad for the guy. Cause that's not really an experience. Um, Chris Harrison realized how lame the date was going to be. So he ran around and um, offer them treats, offer them treats and drinks. And, and Brendan felt like, Chris was salting his game a little bit um, until dinner. <laughs> that was true. He's like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> trying to make my move, man. Ooh. And then they like go in a pool and he kisses her and real awkward kiss, but whatever. Um, then they go to dinner and he had a big secret to tell her he's been divorced, but he didn't do his homework because so has she. 
and it's all copacetic and they get can, can you blame him though how is he supposed to have done his homework on her he wasn't expecting her to come around so yeah i guess i forgot she got married too but i have to yeah. demonstrate a superiority complex so um <laughs> of course i would have known that um that's only i did remember so when he mentioned that i'm like oh he's gonna be a front runner strictly for those reasons because like he's yeah. been there they're gonna be able to bond over a lot in that standpoint for sure and then they watch fireworks and then the episode ends and um here we are i just have a question because remember brendan was the guy who went on state not to yeah. say with brandon who just you know thought claire was hot <laughs> and got walked out immediately after basically talking to her for about five minutes. Do you think Brandon would find Tasha hot? <laughs> I want that guy back. I mean, he, <laughs> Just he to have a conversation with Tasha. Literally, like, who cares? Like, I don't know you, so <laughs> tell me about yourself. Like, that's an acceptable answer on a blind first date. <laughs> you know, it's like, Claire thought she was like Salvador Dali. Like, you don't know me or my work? It's like... Seriously, though. Like, uh, and, and again, which made her so much of an unlikable character again just like I, I can i just say this too though this i love the guys jumping out of the chairs and out of their seats as fast as they freaking can when tisha's like who wants to go first and i'm like you know claire's watch that being like those sobs they <laughs> well, waited two seconds to get up but there's a difference because tasha is like who wants to go first claire sits back is like why is no one jumping up it's like yeah. if you don't like the situation make a request and see if it here's, changes yeah here's i'm here's talking a lot with my hands i'm like yeah. <laughs> here's the difference here's the difference claire goes all right so let's do this tasha goes all right so who wants to go first <laughs> like one question implies yeah. that like hey we're about to initiate the one-on-one -on -one portions of yeah. our group date night right or our cocktail hour we're shifting into the next phase of the night <laughs> the phase where you court me so oh, and i just love it like tisha just has such a better better attitude about all of this i felt like claire was so like you said, she thought she was like, I mean, Salvador Dali is an interesting character to pick, but I, I, I <laughs> or, or it, pick, be a person to pick, but my front of my mind thought isn't, you know, was, I don't know where it's going to go. I just think of Midnight in Paris. He's like, the rhinoceros. <laughs> Good movie. Haven't watched that great movie. Yeah. Great movie. We should, um, we, should we should review that movie. There you go. Anyways. We, well, also wait, let's, let's rate it, but we have to fill our, our uh, listeners in to, the tis the season of what we're Hallmark about to really embark movies. on movies if you like movies. hallmark movies and you like feeling special if you feel let down knowing that all the actresses voted for trump we're here to talk to you about all the hallmark movies and also up. i'm gonna have so you know we had the, the meaty scale for like all these bachelor seasons yeah we are going to be or at least for me and I want to see you go to this. I'm going to have the princess counter. So every movie on Hallmark, or if it's a Netflix version of it, whatever we, you know, as we go through these, I want to see how many we go through that have the words princess in the title or involve a princess. Mm. You'd like be a, shocked. Like a princess that didn't know she was a princess? Well, like that, or, you know, a, a girl from the city who somehow finds her way in a baking competition and becomes a princess. Ah. Yes, that is a plot. We will go over that. <laughs> I can't wait. 
but well, let's wrap this up before we, we we can't miss babes in toyland too i know that's not a hallmark movie but that is the worst christmas movie of all time should we do one for the guys and do die hard too maybe lethal weapon those are christmas movies i don't know but if you want to watch a good show watch <laughs> 60 days in it's on netflix hmm. i'm telling you i'll do that if you're a guy watching guy stuff okay anyway um <laughs> <laughs> this is romancing our stones we give every single episode we watch a rating uh based on how bad or good it is to watch we each have two stones to give naturally we do and uh two stones means you enjoy the episode it was enjoyable zero stones means an active castration would be preferable to watching this episode so alex why don't you go first way more entertaining um the claire portion really did nothing for me in fact just traumatized me again it was like kind of like you know a little ptsd kicked in of how much i hate her character not her i don't know her personally so i hate her character and how they portray her this season but um if it was all taisha probably would have gotten a two star uh two stars. stars what am i talking about stars this isn't romancing our stars i don't know stones Maybe, maybe this beer is a little heavier than I thought it was. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to give it a solid one. Not a hesitant one, a solid one. Um, meaty scale. Uh, I, and I know you used this in the past. I'm going to give it a, yeah, it was a solid pork chop. You know, it wasn't, wasn't T-bone, but, you know, still meaty, delicious. Many ways to cook it. I, 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 you know, I thought it was good. That was good. Okay. Pork chop. There you go. So I'm going to give it two stones and i feel like to right now when i say that's my quarterback like i feel like taisha is what we need to get this franchise back she's our bachelorette the claire and dale portion was a perfect time to go up and take a shit so you know Yes. yes it sucked in the middle but it also gave you time to refill your drink it gave you time to really for me to hug my children it gave me opportunities for me to do good in this world as opposed to sitting here this bullshit and then i got to re- finish the episode with a cleansing palette of guys in speedos playing pool games and chris harrison and horses all that stuff all the stuff you watch is for so two stones from me one stone from alex you put them together you divide by 17 you pl- you times it by 17 that's three stones um and on the media scale it's a pork chop yes so with that, oh, sorry again to our listeners, a little late coming to you, but we will be pronto right on time with tomorrow's episode. Okay, sounds good. And um, follow us on Twitter at RO Stones Guys, on Instagram at RO Stones Guys, on YouTube at RO Stones Guys. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, follow, follow, comment. All, All the stuff. Jazz. Help us spread the love. We we appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Mm. I have a deal. Oh, 30, 35, 36.